our radio affiliates. As the countdown continues, we're breaking it down. Tony Finn's going to step up and in in a couple of moments. We've got Rich Hammond going to join us from The Athletic, which is great stuff. Uh, we'll talk uh, about the Rams and the Packers because, you know, we've only broken that uh, game down like for, you know, 2,200 hours uh, so far this week. And that's always the way, though. It's always the way. And I should know better. I've been doing this a long time. I should know better. And we always do that. We always start at the top of the rotation in the regular season. And then we get to the late games. And it's always we blast through them. And we do it all week with everybody. And it only hit me like last week. I'm like, man, we got to start going backwards with some of the guests and mixing it up. Because it was the same crap last week. What was the first game of the week last week? The Buffalo Bills and the Colts. We spent so much time on that game. (laughs) And then... We spent so much time on the um, we spent so much time on the Seahawk Rand game, and then the Sunday games like yeah, yeah be, be fast because we've only got two minutes on the way out here, and it's been the same thing this week for the most part. Although we have gotten into the Kansas City game pretty extensively, and to be honest, I've talked about these games so much I'm sick of it. I can't lie, like uh, I'm tired of it. I just want to like bet these games. Let's just do it. We're gonna share our picks uh, with you. We're starting to. Um, we're starting to get dialed in a little bit. Uh, we're going to go over the props. We'll see if Tony Finn has any props that catch his eye. I do. I do. And I'm looking at uh, Mark Andrews. I'm looking at the rushing yard props of both uh, Josh Allen and uh, Lamar Jackson. The Rams um, props are going to be um, interesting and tricky. But you're going to be able to get some good numbers on the Ram uh, players uh, because nobody believes in this Rams offense. All right, no, nobody's believing in this Rams offense uh, right now. And so the New Orleans Saints, right? Well, I don't know about the Saints offense. I don't know about the Saints offense. Well, you mean the Saints offense that's putting up 29.6 points per game that's ranked fifth in the National Football League? That offense? Like, really? Like, you, like you, you're concerned? For the record, dude, Heineke went up and down the field on Tampa last week. Tampa scored 30 points a game as well. This, the total is too low in that game. That game is going over the number. If there's a best bet of the weekend, that might be the best bet. Level 2 continues. Bring it. It's simple, really. Sports grid, good. Everything else, bad. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to the voice of authority. Actionable insights and expert analysis on daily sporting events. In other words, information you can take to the bank. Stay tuned for more sports gaming strategies that are as good as gold. We are Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Right here, this is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Level two. We're throwing it down. The Friday Night Death Freak Show, although it's been pretty smooth. Well, business on Friday nights now. It's the playoffs. And I've said this before. Um... If I have a bad night, the trolls really come out en masse. Ah, oh, you suck. Oh, I'm glad you lost. You're terrible. Um, and I said the other night, I said, it's up to me. Someone said a lot of trolls tonight. I said, yeah, it's up to me to, um, it's up to, me to win more. So the last two nights, we've killed it. <laughs> All right? 
So it's uh, there's been a troll-free night. That and I think the uh, I think YouTube's actually doing their job for once, and I think their bans actually work somewhat. Um, although um, you know the whole thing, don't speak of the devil. The devil might uh, might uh, might arrive, uh, but um, instead of the devil, we've got Tony Finn. That's a good thing. Mr. KC in the house, stepping up and then Sports Memo and .com throwing it down with us. <laughs> Tony Finn. What's going on, Tony? Uh, it's, um, it's, it's, the weather's a little bit better here in the desert for a change. It's been, been cold here. You know, we, uh, the wife wears a parka when it gets down to 70 degrees. It's a little bit cold then, but, uh, uh, but it's nice. It's, it's, a, it's a good weekend. We've got a long weekend, at least for some people. Uh, you and I hardly ever get a day off. I'm certain I don't. You don't get many. But uh, football, divisional football, some of the best, my favorite football of the season, actually. Yeah, divisional round is a big time stuff. And this weekend, we've got some great matches. Let's get into it. And I, the, like last week, we'll start uh, at the end of the rotation uh, because um, we never, I, I always, we start, we start at the top with every guest. Then we start and we end up just arguing about the Rams and the Packers game uh, for two hours or about what the weather is going to be there. So we're going to start off with the Saints and the Buccaneers. Listen, the Buccaneers um, have been on a roll as of late, uh, Tony. They got all they can handle last week uh, from Washington, uh, but uh, Tampa uh, have been playing good football. Ten and two straight up in their last twelve road games, uh, Tampa. So they have been a good road team. We were talking about the total in this game. So the over is twelve and four in Tampa's last sixteen road games. The over is ten and one in Tampa Bay's last eleven divisional uh, games. The over is eight and three the last eleven times Tampa have been the underdog. Uh, in a football game, and we were talking about the uh, the offenses here, and people are sort of down on New Orleans. The public is. Well, I don't know about the Saints' offense. And you look, they're, they're ranked fifth, Tony. They scored 29.6 points per game. And then conversely, you've got Tampa, who are the third highest scoring offense in the league right now. People don't realize that, scoring 30.8 points per game. I get that it's a playoff game, but I don't believe that Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are getting held to three points again. The Saints put up 38 last time. I'm really liking the over of this football game, Tony. I I, I tell you, I really like the Saints in in this game. And you know, the more work I did on this and the more writing I did and more articles that, that I published as far as this game went to, uh, the more I realized that it seems like, Gabe, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like everybody that I, everybody I check, I check, uh, I check the Rams, I check Green Bay Rams are not too bad, but you check Tampa Bay and they've played one team. That, you know, other than other than uh, San, other than the Saints, New Orleans, I think they've played one team that's above 500. The Saints have played two teams above 500. They've won them both. Uh, they would, that would be Tampa Bay. So you you, you give a strength of schedule, and it's difficult to. Uh, talk about overs and unders, but I will tell you this. Last week, my biggest play, the biggest play of the week last week was the under in the Chicago Saints game. Now, that obviously makes a little more sense because of the Chicago offense. Um, Brady, listen, he's lost twice to, to, uh, to the Saints this year, and there's reason for it. If you, look at, if you look at his metrics, at least his underlying peripherals and advanced metrics, you'll find that the Saints figure out a way to get some pressure on him and even Brady at Gabe, even at Brady at 32, the way you beat the way you could beat Brady, the Giants showed it in the in the in the bowl, the Super Bowl. You get Brady off his X, and his quarterback rating is considerably less. And truth, 
Uh, last year, I think going into week 14 or 15 of this year, his quarterback rating was right around 100 um, when he didn't have any 102, when he didn't have pressure, when he's clean in the pocket. And when he was pressured, it was 50 points lower. So, and now, uh, the, tra- the caveat here, obviously, is that he's with a new team. He's got new receivers to learn, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I couldn't agree with you. I couldn't, I couldn't disagree with you. I mean, if you're going to – if you like Tampa Bay in this game, I think you're going to like the over. I think if you like the Saints and you like their defense, which I think is undervalued, then you might like the under. In this game, I just like the Saints um, simply because of the fact that they've beat them twice this year. They've, they've shown me that they know how to beat them. And it, it's, it's in the Dome. It's a divisional series. Uh, in, in this series, uh, favorites and home teams have, have history of being very, very successful. So uh, the total, I'll, I'll, I'll swing with you on the over if you want, but I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Saints. I, I will say this if I might. I did get a call. A little birdie whispered in my ear today, worried me a little bit. He said he'd heard that, uh, that there was issues with COVID in New Orleans, and all he said was offensive line. And he said, I got to go. I just wanted you to know. Don't tell anybody. So 15 minutes later, we found <laughs> out that it right. was. There is an issue with it, and it's the backup center. That's all. So it's just a backup center, no context. I don't think they do any tracing. So anyone who's listening here, um, it seems to be that the testing went okay for the Saints. Tony Finn with us. We appreciate you telling us. Uh, totals up to 52. And I get the correlation part, but I like the Saints as well. I do like the Saints as well in this football game. And, you know, we've talked about it ad nauseum about beating the same team three times. And it's 12 yeah. and 5, guys, to the to the yes, that the team does beat the team uh, three times. 12 right. and 5 to the yeah. uh, with the home team. 14 and 7 overall. But in the old days, there was four times there was teams on the road uh, that actually won. You know, listen, Tampa aren't going to be as bad as they were that night. That was Tom Brady's second worst game of his career, that 38-3 game. Right. And that was really frustrating yep. to me, too, because I actually had the Saints, but I had a teaser to the over. And because Tampa couldn't damn score, it, it wouldn't get there. It just wouldn't get there. It was one of the most frustrating games of the year uh, by far that night. And you know Tampa would like nothing better than to get revenge. But, you know, this could be Drew Brees' last game, too, guys. There's a lot at stake for the New yep. Orleans Saints, right? I know it, it very well could be. If they lose, I think Drew Brees has been sort of waiting to try to ride off into the sunset. He wants to win. I think Drew Brees wants to, wants to win a Super Bowl, bring his kids out, and then retire. And it hasn't happened, but this can't go on forever. He's still playing at a high, a pretty high level, though. People don't realize he was without Michael Thomas uh, for the entire season for the most part. So I'm liking the Saints here as well. I think it's going to be a close, fun football game. I think uh, we're looking at uh, Saints, Saints 30 to 20, close to the number, actually. It's going to say 30, 24, but maybe a little closer. Saints win 28, uh, you know, let's say 30, 30, 30 to 26, 30 to 26, Finn. <laughs> Will I get you the over and the over? Don't. I'm trying to squeeze that out. I'm trying to squeeze both of them out there, uh, right there. Exactly. <laughs> trying to make it happen. I can see the number being right around the number. I don't think it's going to get into the 60s and 70s and just be like crazy up and down. But it's good. Both these teams are too good offensively not to score, right? Like both. You know, you got to look at. It. Are they going to both going to get into the 20s? Yes. Are uh, they both going to get into the 20s? Are they going to get into the high 20s? I think yes. 
I think the winner needs to get into the high 20s to win this football game. So let's talk about uh, Kansas City and uh, Cleveland. My angle on this is I'm looking to take Cleveland plus the three in the first quarter, and I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on first touchdown scores of the game with, with the Cleveland Browns. And we'll get Finn's thoughts on this on the other side of our break that's coming up uh, here. But listen, first touchdown score for all the Browns is much, much bigger odds than everybody on the uh, on the Chiefs. Like, you know, Nick Chubb, guys, is 8-1 to score the game's first touchdown. We've talked about it. KC haven't dialed anything up, man, since they played New Orleans a month ago. Kareem Hunt, 13 to 1. Late night anger management class continues. Remember that state championship game you played in high school? Yeah. We, we can't get over it either. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. Don't believe us. Never turn us off. You'll see. Keep listening to Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. Well, I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenzi. We're throwing it down. It's the Friday night uh, free show. Tony Finn kicking it with us. And I understand Tony. Uh, Tony's in Las Vegas. And I've lived in Las Vegas uh, before. And it has the worst cell phone uh, service in America as far as the connection is yes. concerned. Although we, we hear Tony pretty uh, pretty good. Tony is having a little bit of a hard time hearing me. I just think it's because you're old, Tony. You're old. Oh, it's That's, cold. Yeah. I'm old. I'm deaf. I can't hear. So I'll speak louder for Tony Finn <laughs> as we're kicking it Thank with you. Mr. Tony Finn. All right, Tony. You sound good, though, Tony. So listen, uh, Kansas City, uh, your hometown, so you know all about uh, KC. So Kansas City Chiefs, I talked about it. They haven't won a football game by more than six points going all the way back to when they played the, uh, the New York Jets November the 1st. Whatever. They got right. backdoored a lot. They sort of played down to the level of competition at times. They won football games. Can't hold it against them. They won football games. But to me, they haven't really tried in a game for real since the New Orleans game, which was a month ago. The following week, they had that sleepwalk uh, game against the Atlanta Falcons, 17-14. The week after, they didn't play anybody against the Chargers. They rested everybody. Last week, they have a bye. And I know, I know Andy Reid's got a great record coming off a bye, but that Chiefs offense, you know, there were a lot of near interceptions and Mahomes running for his life at times. I wonder if they could just flick the switch in the first quarter and come out and just ambush Cleveland. And I'm betting that they don't. I'm taking Cleveland plus three points in the first quarter. Uh, you know, I've heard this from... A lot of people, a lot of guys, a lot of pundits that I, that I respect that said, you know, the Chiefs haven't been the same since week eight or week nine, whenever it was I met the Jets. Um, and 
I was on one of the ways to talk TV. Uh, I don't, I can't recall, and I apologize. I may have even mentioned it on this show, Gabe, and that is that I was under the, I had some information. I was under the impression that that the schedule that Kansas City had when they had a two-game lead over the over the Vegas Raiders and and in the division and felt pretty comfortable that Randy Reed and, and the enemy were not going to show much of anything they hadn't already shown in the first eight weeks of the season, that they were going to do yeah. what they had to do to win, and that was enough. Now, I was called crazy. I, I told them also, I said that I think you'll see them reappear like 15, week 15, 16, before they go into their uh, the, the week 17, take the day off, the bye, et cetera. The, the well, the, listen, they're the most rested team in the NFL right now. That's for certain that's going into this weekend. So if you're one of those who believes that they're going to be rusty, I can buy that. I, I, I don't buy it, but, I mean, it's, it's reasonable. And if you don't believe me that they were trying to – that they weren't showing much and they didn't – really, Andy Reid's never been. He's not on my list, Gabe of guys that I trust to cover. He's never concerned with covering. He's not that he's just he's just not that guy. And for the most part, I I time will tell. We're gonna see on Sunday obviously, but I believe that that there's two schools of thought here and I'm not sure which one to jump on. I still like Kansas City in this game. I'm not gonna lay ten. I played I made the play on the over. I made it on fifty six or fifty six and a half, I care fifty five and a half, I believe is what I got. And it's up to fifty seven. I thought it would go to fifty eight before it closed on Sunday. Uh weather's gonna be fine and, and if you think Cleveland has let me ask you this, Gabe. Are you one of those that believes that the Cleveland offense is a little bit undervalued? I mean, they've played in Three really bad weather games, if you remember, like the Raiders. Yes. So, uh, you know, if you discount all those things and you talk about uh, being without their four wide receivers against the Jets and you take just the game, you take, throw, those, throw those four games out and you look at the last three games, they've done some work offensively, haven't they? No, you're exactly right. And, in fact, I actually am buying in. And I look at Baker Mayfield, and I think they're going to be playing from behind. I think Baker Mayfield is going to play better. Uh, that people realize now listen we can talk about the we can talk about them playing in college we talked about uh, you know Baker and Mahomes going head-to-head but they played in the National Football League all right and it was a 37-21 game 37-21 game which kind of feels like something that could happen on Sunday here yet I think Cleveland can score a little bit more than this what's Cleveland's uh, team total sitting at right now because you read my mind Tony uh, either that or you're listening to the shows because I actually think Cleveland's passing attack will do a little bit better than people think. Everybody just talks about, oh, if they can just run the ball, if they run the ball. They're not going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs just running the ball. It's the same thing with the L.A. Rams. If Jared Goff can't throw the ball and Cooper Cup doesn't have 10 catches and Woods doesn't have 7 catches, they're not winning. right? Like these, The quarterbacks have to make plays, but I think Baker can and You know, it's funny because I was thinking 24 points, and here we're at at 23 and a half right now. I think Cleveland can score 23 and a half, and it wouldn't surprise me if KC get into the high 30s, uh, Tony. No, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I I think if you sleep, here's the deal. The only way, and you mentioned it and you read my mind a little bit, Gabe, because I talked to this point many, many times this week, and that is, Cleveland can win this game running the football, but here's what's going to have to happen. They're going to have to have nine-minute drives, and they can't be kicking field goals. If you're going to run the football and you're going to take up nine minutes of the clock and you're going to give the ball to Kansas City after you've kicked the field goal, you're going to lose. And that's the bottom line. So that said, uh, even, if you, even if you run the football to win and you do kick 
and you do score touchdowns, you're going to have to make a defensive stand at some point in time or create a turnover. And definitely, Cleveland can't be turning the ball over. So I agree with you 100%. Uh, there's 100 ways to look at this game, 100 ways to assess it and play it out in your mind. Uh, it should be fun to watch, though. And I tell you what, Landry Jones has uh, been on fire uh, over the last uh, month. Baker Mayfield has limited the mistakes. And Steve Merrill brought up a good point earlier, Tony, about, you know, tell me what, tell me the turnover margin, and I'll tell you who's going to win these football games and cover these football games, right? <laughs> so yeah. logically, logically, you would believe that the Rams would turn the ball over more than the Packers. The Bills and the Ravens, that's a real whatever toss-up right there. And can Baker Mayfield throw the football? Can Mayfield throw the football and not get picked off and, as you stated, finish these drives? I think they can. I think they can. I think KC's going to get out of this. You know, yeah, KC can cover. But I think Cleveland hangs around, guys, for a little while in this football game. And Cleveland are as healthy as they've been in a long time coming into this game. So, like I said, I'm going to roll the dice. I'm taking Cleveland in the first uh, quarter. I like the game to go over. Uh, the number, and I am very tempted uh, by uh, the Cleveland Browns on a teaser, man. It's a lot of points getting them up uh, to say That's a lot of points, Tony, getting 17 points on a teaser. Yes, it is. Yeah, this is, listen, listen, this is a, this is a game last year. It, in eight, I think eight of the 15 or eight of the 13 last seasons, uh, one of the conference champions, one of the conference winners, uh, the number one seed, uh, or the top seed, has, has fell in this division round. And we talked about how successful they've been, but that's just the case. And last year it was the Ravens, if you remember Tennessee, an upstart Tennessee team that, in truth, in many ways reminds me of the Cleveland Browns. And, guys, you know, you talk about Baker Mayfield. He only has one interception in his last 10 football games. And when we talk about these games, I was talking about it earlier, Tony, about the Rams and the Packers. I look forward to your thoughts on that one. But talking about the Rams and the Packers and – People actually like the Rams are like, you know, like it's a big mismatch or something like that. And I said, all right, let's look at the players that are on the team. Let's look at the, let's look at the talent that both teams have. And same thing with the Cleveland Browns. That's why uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is such a dumbass, dumbwad idiot that he said, oh, the yeah. Browns are just the Browns. They have a few good players. Well, I don't know. Nick Chubb's a pretty good player. You guys know that Nick Chubb is averaging 10 yards a carry in the fourth quarter? <laughs> <laughs> like That's like, it's, it's like, are you kidding me? Um, so on the year, guys, he's averaging five yards a carry. That's not easy to do in the modern NFL. So he's, he's averaged at least five yards a carry for the, first, uh, for the third straight season, rushed for 1,067 yards and 12 touchdowns in as many games, Hunt 841 yards, 4.2 yards per clip, six touchdowns. I mean, they've got, they've got you know, uh, Jarvis Landry is going to get open. He's a stud. He's playing very good football. Uh, right now they've got talent on they've got a good offensive line Cleveland and like I said Mayfield's got one interception in his last 10 games but no, he's, yeah. you know yeah. that's secondary can they shut Casey down I don't think so well you know Kansas City's built also Kansas City Andy Reid built this team to he built this team. You only have so much money under the salary cap in the NFL. It, it's you, you know you have only so many roster spots. It's one of the leagues. I like that about the league. There's a few things I don't like about their rosters, et cetera, and the salary cap. However, he built this team in spa, with spags to be better against the pass and the run. I mean, you have to pick one or the other when you have an offense like Kansas City and you're paying Mahomes a half a billion dollars. My God, you know, and uh, and. and 
it was built that way because of one reason, one reason only. It was built a lot because of Rivers and because of, of what the AFC West is and knowing they had to play them twice. But mostly it's because Andy knew he was going to have the lead. And teams were going to have to throw the football to catch up or catch them. And so Kansas City suspect against the run, absolutely. And give me Nick Chubbs right now over any. The thing I like about Chubbs over Henry, for instance, and people use that comparison all the time, is that Chubbs can actually catch the football. A great back. Uh, Jarvis Landry's receiving yard prop is 60 and a half, guys. 60 and a half. That's not very high in a game that it's, there's going to be a lot of points scored, and he's their guy. He's had five or more receptions. Um, he's had five or more receptions in eight straight football games as well. So Jarvis Landry's yep. uh, reception uh, prop is five and a half. Uh, it's plus money to, to over five and a half, plus 116. And uh, his reception yards, receiving yards, 60 and a half for Jarvis Landry. Baker Mayfield passing yards, 260 and a half. All right, we'll continue breaking it down in divisional round. The countdown is on with Tony Finn. Bring it. You're listening to the home of the winning edge. It's easy to get. Just keep it here. Get on the grid. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Look, we're not saying all the other sports talk networks are backwards, but we're pretty sure they all have a favorite Yeehaw episode. Get on the grid. Yeehaw. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Hi, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Brenzi, Tony Finn, Sports Memo, Wager Talk in the house with us, kicking it from Las Vegas and Nevada. Shout out to everybody tuning in on the Mightier 1090 and, of course, Sirius XM Channel 204. So, Tony... Uh, we're just uh, taking a look at the props, and you brought up, uh, you know, we were talking about Nick Chubb and uh, Jarvis Landry. So Jarvis Landry, it's five and a half uh, receptions, but it's plus money, and I think he will have like six, seven. They're going to be playing from behind, some quick hits, uh, some quick hits uh, to Landry there. Baker Mayfield's 260 and a half yards. We'll get into that a little bit later on. But Nick Chubb, 12 touchdowns. The guy's a stud. This is a high total. I tell you what, they're in a lot of trouble if Nick Chubb doesn't score a touchdown, but minus 120. Uh, do, how many props do you play? Do you like the touchdown score props, uh, Tony? I, I will have to be honest here. I don't, listen, I don't play a lot of props. I don't play a lot of futures. Uh, I did happen to talk to uh, a, a friend of mine today about some props and told him that I was going to, after I got off uh, uh, having my fun with you tonight, that I would do some do some looking and, and send over some ideas to him. But uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I, I, I'm glad you said something. Now I can listen to you and what you like, and then I can pass those along, especially if I like them. So as far as Chubb scoring, uh, what is, what is your, what's the prop right now on him? It's minus 120. Will he score a touchdown? To score. At, 
at any just time. Just one touchdown? Not the first touchdown. Any time. One touchdown. My, any time. Well, minus I, 120. I, I, I find that – I find something – I would – normally I would say to you, I'd say, Gabe, there's something wrong with this line. That minus 120 just for Chubb to score one touchdown? Um I'm gonna to have to say I'd have to say it's like it's like getting a bad number. Your team's only giving two, and you probably should, you think you're getting six or seven, and you're saying there's something yeah, fishy yeah. about this. We got to dig deeper. We got to dig deeper. But yeah, I'd say yes, 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 yes. No, normally, exactly. You know what? And I play a lot of these touchdown props. This should be like minus one sixty or something like that. I think. I agree. I think you know that's yeah. that's what it really should be compared to what it is. I'm surprised. I think by kickoff. Uh, you know, don't forget, guys, and Lou Gamblu, me and Gamblu always yell at each other, but Lou brought up a very good point uh, once about the, these games, Tony. And he said that he bets, you know how we're talking about the board, the board going backwards in the rotation right now? Lou bets it going backwards. So, like, when everybody's yeah. betting on, like, Saturday college and stuff and Sunday, he's betting the, the Monday game. And it is true mm-hmm. in that, People aren't betting the props for the Chief Brown game right now, Tony. You know what I'm saying? They're looking no. at the props yeah. for the Packers Rams game. They're looking at props for the Bills Ravens game. And they're not like looking at Nick Chubb and going, oh, Nick Chubb's only 120 right now. I'm, I'm going to be really curious and I'll let you know about it. I'll tweet you the, the, the result. What is Nick Chubb at kickoff okay. on Sunday to, to, for the touchdown? Because I'm telling you, it's going to be at least 140. It's going to go up. And it, and it might yeah. go up even, yeah. it, it might go up uh, even more. I mean, guys, Chubb has been a touchdown machine. So is Dobbins. So we'll get into Dobbins, actually. Uh, but as far as Chubb is concerned uh, and, uh, and touchdowns, so 13 touchdowns now with the, uh, with the playoffs um, uh, involved as well. And as you stated, Tony, he can catch passes out of the backfield as well, which makes him just incredibly skilled. So yep. Nick Chubb, for the record, guys, has touchdowns in um, seven straight games. Got a touchdown in seven straight games. And this is one of these deals. You know, why stress out the Cleveland Browns all day? Just get a, get a piece of Nick Chubb. Dude, Nick Chubb scored against Pittsburgh, like, right away last week. Like, the, the prop hit, like, immediately. The last time Nick Chubb did not score a touchdown was in week 11 against Philadelphia. Like, so, you know, we're, go, we're going back a ways. Nope. And he he missed some time this year, if I'm not mistaken, a little bit too. So, uh, but is, is there some collusion? Unless there's some collusion where you know where people believe that Hunt's going to score all the touchdowns, and that there's some ill will between he and the Chiefs. There's no ill will between he got released. Uh, there was good. He got released, and and I was he did release him. In truth, they they're pretty forgetting and second chances, um, but they did. And it was one of those times, I can't remember, something else was going on at the same time, Gabe, that uh, I think they felt a little bit of a, I, I think they had some pressure as well. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Uh, Tyreek Hill was in the news at the same yes, time. that's right. <laughs> as Kareem. Yes, and that's Kareem correct. Hunt was on video yeah. punching someone, a chick, in a hotel. And, and which actually, you know, was a crazy person. He shouldn't have done what he did, but, you know, it was a crazy scene. He's not like a serial repeat, like crazy Crazy person. But as you stated, let's be real, though. KC, KC aren't afraid of these guys, right? Like, KC actually want sort of crazy dudes on their team and think, you know, even I remember a guy once told me this. He was like the biggest Christian ever, a football player and a coach. And he basically said, Gabe, 
He goes, I'm the biggest Christian out there, but he goes, when it comes to football, you ain't winning without a couple of convicts in the room. <laughs> That's what he told me, <laughs> essentially. He basically said, like, you better have a couple of, like, badass nut jobs. Like, just, like, you won't win right. otherwise. It's football. Like, it's just, it is yeah. what it is, right? And it's all about the, oh, that was it, DeAndre Baker. They signed DeAndre Baker. The kid that, uh, armed robbery kid. <laughs> yes. The, yes. The, the New York Giants. Yes. That, that was the kid. They signed DeAndre yep. Baker, guys. So I got a laugh out of that the other day. I'm like, man, you guys really, like, go out of your way to sign these type of guys. Like, it's not a coincidence. <laughs> like, they go out of their yeah. way. Like, they go out of their way to do it. Um, but without being stated, the Nick Chubb stuff, and like you said, Tony, sometimes these things seem too good to be true. But And, and another one on the other side of speaking of bad people, Tyreek Hill, minus 155. That's, that's what, like, Chubb should be. And I'm telling you, I bet these Probably. props all the time, Tony. Tyreek Hill yeah. and Travis Kelsey are the two guys that score. Like those, like yeah. Tyreek Hill scores touchdowns. He might only have a couple of catches, but he scores touchdowns. So what's your feeling in the end for this game, uh, Tony? And we'll move on to Saturday's uh, slate. What's your feeling that uh, well, is the end result here? I, I, I'm a, I, I, like I said earlier, I, and it's not because Kansas City is my favorite team. I, I, I am from Kansas City. I'm from that area, from Lawrence, from, the, from Jayhawk land there. But I believe they win. I believe the experience matters to some degree. And Mahomes, a guy that has been running for his life, I, I've talked to a lot of defensive players in the NFL uh, that, I have, that I'm acquainted with. And they, I ask them all the time, how are you going to beat Mahomes? They say, you keep him in the pocket. You don't let him get outside. You don't let him run for his life because that's when he's really, really dangerous with Tyreek Hill. So I like Kansas City. I'm not saying I, I, I like him to cover because I didn't bet him to cover, but I like him to win this game just like they have the whole second half of the season. Tony Finn, SportsMemo.com, Wager Talk TV, kick into with us. I am Gabriel Morenci, Sirius XM Channel 204. Shout out to everybody in SoCal. We're going to get to the Rams game in a couple of moments. Uh, just for the record, Tyreek Hill has scored a touchdown in seven of the last nine games. Very, very consistent. Seven of the last nine games. And I'll tell you what, Cleveland secondary is not stopping him. He's scoring a touchdown. So uh, there's a couple of touchdown props uh, for you. Nick Chubb at minus 120. Tyreek Hill minus 155. And, and, man, I just can't wait. I mean, all these games are just all interesting in their own their own way. And, you know, the, the Mahomes... The Mahomes-Mayfield matchup is fun. They played in college. It was 66-59. Uh, to 59. They played once in the NFL, 37-21. So, in other words, Mahomes versus Mayfield, Tony Finn, 2-0 to the over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma, Two. Texas Tech. Yeah. And you know what's also really crazy? And I, I, you know, I don't know if you're a trivia guy, but I threw this out there earlier. And I don't know the answer. I can't find it online. Is how many times... How many times have quarterbacks from the same school played against each other in an NFL playoff game? And it doesn't happen Man, that I often, right? That. But yeah, yeah, Jared Goff yeah. and Aaron Rodgers. Jared Goff and Aaron Rodgers both played yeah. in Cal and like right after each other, essentially, yeah. um, in the same era. And then you got, ironically enough, Mahomes transfer. Mahomes made Mayfield transfer. Baker Mayfield was at Texas Tech, and they went with Mahomes. And That's Mayfield right. ends up yep. Mayfield ends up going to Oklahoma, so now this is like the and, big yeah. time revenge spot for Baker if he can get it. <laughs> yeah, and Baker and yeah, 
It's uh, it's that's I didn't, you know, that's funny about golf and because golf is, if you guys, Gabe, do you remember the time you that golf had to play some cold weather games and uh, I saw him on the sideline in those games. It wasn't there, but I saw him on the sideline and he was acting like it was. I think it was twenty five degrees. It was cold, um, but he acted like he was, you know, that he was going to catch get frostbite and then he was going to die. He was shivering. It was, it was amazing. Uh, this Southern Cal kid. Um, I still don't believe it. I think we're talking 32 degrees, 35 in, in Green Bay. Game time. Yeah. Kick off. That shouldn't that be bad. too cold. So, no. Not it's at all. not that bad. Not for a all guy right, from Canada so, like you. Hey, that's that's so, tropical. Well, yeah, I'm from Montreal, which uh, is not really Canada. It's Quebec. <laughs> Although, yeah, I haven't true. lived there. Yeah. I haven't lived there. Well, that's sort of an inside joke, but I haven't lived there in a long time. And as it is true... You do get acclimated to wherever you are. Like, man, I lived in it's Vegas true. and I was cold. I was often cold. But it snowed when I was in Vegas a couple yeah. of times. But I was cold in a, de- yeah. in a desert. It gets cold at nighttime in a desert. It does. Um, same in Los Angeles. I lived in L.A. It was cold. New York was... New York's not that bad. New Jersey somehow is worse. Like, New Jersey's, like, cold somehow. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's the water. It's just the, the bitters. There's no sun in New Jersey. So... You know, it is true. You get accustomed to it. But the whole cold stuff, though, Tony, you are right. So Jared Goff played in two cold-weather games, all right? And they're one and one in those yeah. games. He sucked against the Bears, and they beat the Broncos. So I think there's too much being made of the weather. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, you look, it's – we were talking about the freezer bowl, bro. The freezer bowl with, with Cincinnati yeah. in San Diego years ago it was minus 59. That's real cold. Yeah. 33 degrees isn't that bad. And I said, Jared Goff doesn't need bad weather or cold weather to have a bad game. But this is the same Jared Goff that beat Mahomes in the highest scoring Monday night game ever. Remember? Like the. That's, that's, um, that's correct. Like Goff has had numerous 400 yard passing games in the NFL, 350 yard this year. Yes. You know, he had a run at three or four, you know, at three out of the four weeks, 340, 320, three this. He was getting it done. Yep. He struggled over the last three weeks or so. Well, he broke his thumb, whatever, dislocated his thumb. (coughs) So what do you make of this game? To me, it really does come down to Jared Goff. If Jared Goff plays well, the Rams can win this game outright, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, I listen. I could not agree more with you on that. I, I, it might not that the Tony Finn or the Finn factor power rankings mean anything to anyone out there, but in truth, this Green Bay offense is superior. Obviously, they're superior to the Los Angeles Rams offense. And as good as this Rams defense is, this Green Bay defense is pretty good against the pass. Now, they're, sus- they're like Kansas City. They're a little suspect against the run. So while it may come down to golf, it's, it's probably going to come down to two factors. And I think that if Green Bay can't stop the run, then golf's not only going to be able to hand the ball off, but he's his his quarterback rating. Uh, Gabe is forty points higher when he has running backs that are gaining yards and he's, uh, he's throwing out a play action. That's key for him. Yep, you're right. It's all about the play action. The Packers know this, but guys, it's all about talent. And let's look at the talent that the Rams have, and let's look at the talent that the Packers have. Well, with Tony Finn on the other side, bring it. Come on. Admit it. You do your own play-by-play in your head when you play horse. Don't you? <laughs> you do you, bro. We are. 
Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Don't think of us as a place to just hear sports talk. Think of us more as an all-you-can-listen buffet of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. We are Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. a little bit <laughs> we're doing our best uh here tony fan sportsmemo.com so uh tony uh we're talking about like talent and it's something that i you know people can talk about trends people can talk about weather people can talk about yard stats um yards per carry yards per pass attempt and everything but you know sports comes down to talent and who do you, you know players big players make big plays in big games and when you look at the packers and you look at the Rams roster, and you look at who's going to be on the field tomorrow, it's not as if though the Rams are, like, overwhelmed. This isn't Alabama playing against um, playing against Tennessee. I mean, you can argue who have more pro bowlers. Who's got, like, who's got a, de- you know, who's got better players? Like, if you go position by position, yeah, you've got Aaron Rodgers. Um, the Rams have a, a, a powerful ground game right now. Akers racked up 176 yards. Wide receivers are good with Cup and uh, and Robert Woods. Aaron Donald's a monster. Yeah, he's hurt, but don't worry, he's going to play well. They had five sacks last week uh, on uh, on Russell Wilson, who's actually mobile. Aaron Rodgers is not mobile. Bakhtiari is out. Valdir, who they wanted to plug in, can't play. Um, you got Jalen Ramsey. Who is his, you know, did shut down uh, Metcalf multiple times, who did uh, shut down DeAndre Hopkins, who can shut down Devontae Adams. That's going to be a hell of a battle right there. But I think Devontae yep. Adams will still get, get a piece of, you know, a piece of flesh. It's not like Devontae is going to get completely shut down here. But if we talk about talent, uh, Tony, you know, the Rams, and we'll get Tony's thoughts on the other side here. We're already going to a break here. This is a three-minute warning. But you talk about talent, guys. The Rams have it. The weather, every time we hit refresh, the weather gets warmer in Green Bay. I love it. I love it. People are talking, oh, it's going to be 25 degrees and 20 degrees. Well, we're seeing 36 degrees now. It's on, uh, it's, 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 on, it's a miracle. It's a festivist miracle. Look, Mom, the snow is melting, Mom. Sports Rage Late Night. 